everybody, Sam at Jam here. Thanks for tuning in to Jam Happy Hour, the podcast, a podcast with a heavy pour of wine and music brought to you by Jam Sellers. During today's episode, we're flashing back to a foot stomp and wine Wednesday show that I had the pleasure of hosting on December 2nd of 2020 alongside the oh so talented and creative Cosmic Cowgirl, otherwise known as Caitlin Gemma. During our in-between tune intermissions, Caitlin and I discussed her upbringing in rural Nevada and how those roots led to her unique Cosmic Cowgirl style of music. Oh, and in addition to her music, she makes these awesome bolo ties with all kinds of different crystals and stones, so definitely check those out in addition to her tunes. During this whimsical episode, I was kicking back with a glass of our toast sparkling, and you can get yourself a bottle of toast and your favorite of our easy-to-love wines nearest you by making your way to jamsellers.com buy. There you'll find our handy-dandy wine finder that'll list the stores within your local area that supply our wine. Just enter your zip code and voila! And I've got a deal for all of you butter lovers and jam fans tuned in to today's Jam Happy Hour podcast. Get yourself stocked up on your go-to Jam Cellar sips and get them shipped directly to your doorstep at no additional cost when you order six bottles or more on the jamsellers.com jam store. Simply use the promo code JAMHAPPYHOUR at checkout and shipping's on us. So without further ado, grab a glass, sit back, and get ready to jam out and wind down. After all, this is Jam Happy Hour, poured by Jam Cellars. Hi, everybody! I wouldn't want to be joined by anybody else today on this Fine Wine Wednesday than my friend Caitlin Gemma. How are we doing, Caitlin? Hi! Hello! Cheers! Cheers! Yay! Cheers <laughs> to everybody out there watching. Thanks for tuning in. So, Caitlin, what do you have in store for us? Like, what have you been working on lately? Is there anything that you, you know, you want to present to us, maybe, that people haven't heard? Yeah, I've been I've actually been working on a new album this year. And so I, I got done recording that and I'll play some new songs from that album. Heck yeah. Yeah. Have you uh, been working on what you want as your New Year's resolution? Uh, <laughs> Normal I feel thing? like, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be pretty wish. basic this, yeah. this time around. <laughs> Yeah, normally it's like it's like these big dreams, like I want to play this festival or da da da. But now I'm kind of like I have no idea what's gonna happen next year, so I'll just kind of ride the wave, just like everyone else. Absolutely, so, that's what you got to do. But yeah. I mean, I feel like despite you know the the negatives that this year's brought, it's also brought uh, a whole bunch of positives and mm-hmm. just seeing some very good sides of humanity and um i think everyone has kind of been more introspective this year um especially in like the creative process i know has evolved and uh changed a lot for musicians especially but um for for a lot of people and how has that kind of um shaped been shaped for you this year i love that you point that out yeah i feel like in the American society in general, we don't normally give ourselves breaks. We don't, we're not really, maybe it's like, oh, we get vacation time a little bit, but not like a whole year of like, okay, now I'm at home. What do I do? You know? And so I think there has been a lot of positive things happening despite, you know, being away from each other and from our normal lives. And 
I love the introspection piece. I feel like I've definitely been <laughs> healing and working on stuff that was kind of in the shadows and now is, you know, getting, getting healed and recognized and yeah. Yeah. And that's important. <laughs> taking time for yourself. Um, yeah. Whether it be, you know, like a little mental vacation and just like doing things, hobbies or work that mm -hmm. excites you and interests you and um, takes the the mental stress off in that way. Or even if it's a, a, a physical vacation, which is a little harder to do right now. But yeah. <laughs> Even just a bubble bath with some wine. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's like bringing, bringing up what's, what's actually important for us, yeah. you know? And I think that's a really good reminder for our society. Yeah. We can get very distracted, I feel like. And so now it's like, okay, when you eliminate all the distractions, what, what's the most important thing? Exactly. So. Well, I'm very excited to hear what you've got in store for us, Caitlin. If you want to just kick it off with yeah. uh, the first song, let's do it. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do one kind of in the vein of what we we're just talking about. You know, last year I spent a lot of, uh, the, of my time in grief. I was processing a intense breakup, and so I feel like it prepared me for the 2020 grief. But this song is, is kind of what happens when you kind of accept that grief, and then you look for the, the gems of the everyday and the little things that you find gratitude in that are simple. So the song's called Morning Sun. All you gotta do is get a little morning sun on you, baby. All this running around's driving you crazy. It's time to slow down. Move up to a higher ground. There's so much to be grateful for lately. The only three things in life I'm sad to do are feel and heal and be real with you. No, I ain't gonna be distracted. Maybe I'm getting back at it all. Put my little mark on this planet All you gotta do is get a little morning sun on you, baby Everybody's talking so loud, it's making me crazy It's time to slow down Get back to the here and now I'm so glad I'm here with you now A little love on you, baby. Ooh, all I wanna do is put a little love on you, baby. All you gotta do is get a little love on you, baby. Mm, all I wanna do is put a little love on you, baby. Now, if you're sitting in front of me, I would sprinkle some love on you. Baby. <laughs> I love it. 
Yay! Thank you. So you went through um, a breakup in 2019? Is that what uh, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Oh, it was 2018. Yeah, 2018. All of last year, I uh, took the time to go on the road by myself and process my grief and just kind of lived in my van and <laughs> mm-hmm. cried while driving a bunch of times and wrote songs. And it was, it was, uh, I'm glad I had that experience. It was, it was very, you know, soul developing. <laughs> I feel like just say. a long drive. I mean, I've been just driving, like I've gone to the car wash way more times <laughs> than normal lately just to like get out of the house and like, say I did something that day. <laughs> but, I love the car wash. I right? feel like it brings back like childhood memories of like feeling like I was inside of a monster or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I-, I think drives, drives and showers just inspire the best ideas. Sometimes mm. like the weirdest ideas, but a lot of my best ideas have resulted from just like having, you know, the the moment or the minutes to reflect and like not be looking at my phone and mm. just like being in my own head, which is scary yeah. sometimes, but <laughs> necessary. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So if we're going all the way back to, I think you were like, eight years old when you got your first guitar i was 17 okay yeah so you were 17 and you got a job in carson that was like your first job right the copy girl job yeah (laughs) yeah so your dad kind of not loaned you but gifted you this guitar as like a first job present but then he kind of wanted interest or a return just because like he knew you were working and he's like you got this now i'm gonna show you how to pay yeah it was kind of like i was listening to a lot of bob dylan at the time and i've always been a writer i've always been into poetry since i was like a really young child like i remember reading shel silverstein and being like completely obsessed i just loved poetry and then when i discovered bob dylan and and these other like folk singer songwriters i really fell in love as a teenager and then my dad bought me a guitar and he was kind of like, hey, I don't know if you'll like this, but maybe just like get yourself some lessons and try it out. And then I wrote my song, first song, very soon after getting my first guitar. And then it just kind of became what it is today. So <laughs> heck yeah. yeah. And your first, uh, your debut LP was Home is the Hills, like the year that we all said the world was ending back in 2012. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Little do we know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like that was probably a piece of cake. <laughs> I love the like almost saloon style aspect to that LP too because um like we were talking about earlier you growing up in the more rural part of Nevada in Virginia City um like uh the saloon life there and like the nightlife which is mm-hmm. saloons and more saloons and ghost tours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so much fun. But I think that you really you um personified that sort of lifestyle through that first lp which was really cool so (laughs) i appreciate that 
Yeah, going I think to it was it was just like moving out of Nevada and then because I moved up to Oregon and went to U of O. And then when I was up there and in this new place, I was like, oh, like what I had in Nevada was really special, like all this open space and like cowboy culture and mm-hmm. wild horses and coyotes. Like it's yeah. kind of like when you leave your hometown, you don't really, you know, you want to get out and you want to explore the world, and then you might find that like you actually had it really good back yeah it's like as you age the the appreciation for Mm -hmm. where you grew up also ages and you start to realize like oh wait maybe my childhood (laughs) wasn't like the way that I thought it was it was pretty cool yeah (laughs) yeah so I still I I live in Sebastopol now but I love going back to Nevada and just being in the wild nature yeah you and I should uh set up like a ghost tour (laughs) yeah uh, fun adventure (laughs) it's 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 a hoot (laughs) for sure oh my gosh yeah I love like when you're going up that windy road from Reno or if you're coming from Carson to go up to Virginia City just it's hilarious to me the fact well first of all tumbleweeds I didn't realize Mm -hmm. those were like yeah they're real a thing like they're not just in a cartoon yeah (laughs) And so I move there and I'm like, wait a minute, this is really cool. Um, and then like when you're going up to Virginia City, you have all the like horse, wild horse mm-hmm. crossing signs. Like mm-hmm. there's no pedestrian signs. It's like such a windy <laughs> no. road, but it's just wild horses. Watch out. Yeah. And I spent like many months of the pandemic back in Nevada this year. And so oh, I nice. got to reconnect with my hometown and the wild horses and it was really nice like there was parts of it that were lonely for sure because it's like the middle of nowhere but it was nice to kind of like be like well I don't have anything else to do (laughs) right (laughs) okay so you remember what I told you earlier about sipping yeah okay so get ready okay (laughs) (laughs) what happened to the criminal who um this criminal was caught in the capital of nevada what happened tell me (laughs) he was incarcerated oh i gotta cheers to my carson friends they're gonna like cheers (laughs) (laughs) there's basically carson reno vegas Elko and then yeah. Area 51. <laughs> yeah. Which is a trip. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Area 51? No, I want to though. Yeah. It's fun. fun. There's a there's a there's a bar called the Alien Bar. Ooh. Yeah. And they spell it A L I N N. Like it's like oh. an N, but it's not really an N. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, and speaking of aliens, you have this sort of style that you um, you describe as the cosmic cowgirl style. Totally. <laughs> so if you want to explain a little bit about that, and then we can get into Maybe we can do two songs back to back. Okay, yeah. I, I'm actually just starting a, a club called the Cosmic Cowgirl Club, and oh. it'll be like a writing club I'm going to launch next year. And it's basically Ooh. like, it comes from, you know, living in in Nevada and being someone that like could see the stars at night, but then also be, you know, here on planet earth and enjoying all of our earthly delights, but just really appreciating that kind of wild West culture and, and the style. I make these bolo ties too. Oh my gosh. My coworker is going to need you to make him one of those. Oh, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Just like appreciating that kind of like, rugged you know lifestyle where you're out in nature but then you're also appreciating what's above and 
And so hence the sparkly backdrop, you I know, know. I love it. the universe, <laughs> the sparkly universe that we <laughs> live underneath. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks kind for of explaining. It. I think that's, that's awesome. I like the, yeah. the little recipe that you've concocted um, in terms of your musical yeah. style. It's really All cool. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. So, Caitlin, what do we want to get into next? We'll do two back to back. Two songs. I'll do, I'll do one about Nevada now. Yeah. Since we're on the subject. Her sages blooming, hiding rather in the ground. Better ponds are whispering, selling secrets to the south. And I'll bet you when she's mad, you'll hear thunder from the south. Sounds of a crying out Some coyote's mouth Well, I've been feeling lost And I know not where to go Take me lonely highway to Nevada, she is my home I've been needing I will find it on this road Take me lonely highway to Nevada, she's my home Take me lonely highway to Nevada, she's my home So yes, I grew up in this old mining west town, uh, old 1800s town where they used to mine gold and I grew up uh, seeing wild horses and hearing coyotes at night, howling. I always dedicate this part of the song to the coyotes, so I go,
<laughs> Yay! Alright. I'll do a brand new song. This is off the the next album. I'm gonna release it next year. This is one of my favorite songs on on the album and it talks about talks about love and what we want from life, right? One thing one thing it asks is I pray I find true meaning in this life. And I pray that all of us live meaningful lives that are full of love and experiences that light us up, make us feel sparkly. And even if we get hurt along along the way, maybe we get done wrong. We can always come back to gratitude and thankfulness for the experience of life. So I love playing this song because I feel like it puts me into my best self, my thankful self.
bet you holding me in the dark. Caitlin. Thank you. You're killing it so far, my dear. Aw, thanks so much. So I, okay, I'm very curious. I bet you have some fun stories from, well, two amazing um, (laughs) music events, but you can pick which one you want to tell a story on. But I know that you had like sort of your um, like breakthrough gig at Lightning in a Bottle, which is awesome. And then yeah. I love that you also, two years ago, two and a half years ago, you performed at Burning Man. Burning Man. Which is so cool. <clears throat> Tell me about it. Uh, I feel like, you know, the Lightning in a Bottle gig was really fun. It was an honor to be at that festival. Um, but I feel like in comparison to Burning Man, like Burning Man was just like more intense. <laughs> you know, like I feel like everything went wrong, like... The stage was, you know, an hour late, and then the drummer that I'd been rehearsing with was like, I have to go to another gig, and so he ditched, and then that's actually how I met uh, Matt Goff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays with Marty O'Reilly's band, Mm -hmm. and he he was just sitting in with another band before me and so i turned to him and he was still on the drum set and i was like hey uh we don't know each other but can you be my drummer (laughs) and his like beautiful blue eyes were shining Mm -hmm. back at me and i'm like please he's like do you need me and i'm like yes i really do and he's like i'll i'll be here Oh my and God. so this crazy set of like, I think I had probably like, I don't know, eight musicians oh. on stage with me and then a drummer who I literally just met and we played this set that was very, you know, ragtag and I kind of felt like a little bit like everyone did a great job, but it was just so like chaotic that I felt like, oh, I don't know about that one. But then people told me that it was their favorite Caitlyn Gemma set. So I was like, okay, maybe there's something to that. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, Burning Man, it's kind of just like, I mean, you want to prepare for it. Like, I know a lot of my friends um, while I was going to school in Reno, they would go to Burning Man and like Mm -hmm. just stock up on especially like water and kind of the the human necessities, um, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But then I think the coolest part about Burning Man is just like taking stuff and like bartering, basically. And there isn't really like a currency other than just like love and uh, energy and then like trading (laughs) stuff. 
totally. <laughs> but what was like one cool thing? Like, obviously, you go there with you know your supplies that you stock up with and um, mm-hmm. take over with you, but you don't leave with all that same stuff because you're doing so much trading. Is there anything like that stood mm-hmm. out to you? As far as that, like, yeah, anything, like, any treasures? <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. I feel like, you know, I I can't think, nothing's coming to mind right now, but I think one thing that was definitely a treasure was, was flying into Burning Man. Oh. I got to fly on this, um, I got picked up in Lake Tahoe with a friend from Oregon Country Fair who's a pilot for one of the stages at Burning Man, live music stage. And uh, he dr- he <laughs> pilots this like 1950s super tiny like it's like the size of a you know very like tiny car mm-hmm. <laughs> basically airplane. Oh my god! And it was pretty terrifying being in that thing, but it was also like ooh, skip to the line and <laughs> yeah, got to oh fly. Gosh. So That's and I so even cool. flew the plane for a sec, which was also super scary. <laughs> But it, it's really like riding a bike. Like you just like put your hands on like kind of like a steering wheel kind of, but it's kind of more like the I don't navigation know how to describe it. system. Well, yeah, it was just like, yeah, like he let me kind of steer the the plane, which was definitely oh pretty terrifying. I was like, I'm good. I'm, I did that for five seconds. <laughs> you just walking crash. into Burning Man like, I'm feeling good. My adrenaline <laughs> is pumping right now. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty trippy just like landing on the playa and and never landing landing on anything but like tarmac before mm-hmm. <laughs> just being like oh we're landing on the desert <laughs> oh my gosh that's yeah that's yeah. a little scary but super it was, cool too. it was cool i'm really glad i had that experience so one I of remember, a kind for sure oh Definitely. I <laughs> at some point in my life I want to go. But I always remember like working the, you know, days following the the end of the the festival and like yeah. having to tell people, "Hey, um, yeah, you can't shower in our sink in the bathroom." <laughs> like Where did you work? work? Oh. Well, I was working at like In-N-Out for a while okay. um in Nevada <laughs> and then just uh yeah. serving and bartending gig yeah. at another place and like both years that I was at those places just having to be like you can't shower in here I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) this is not a shower oh my gosh (laughs) but they were always like super sweet customers but they they also enjoyed using our sinks as showers so that was fun that's funny (laughs) oh my gosh and just seeing all the RVs and trailers like just covered in dust was super Mm -hmm. cool yeah maybe we'll get to do it next year who knows (laughs) yeah heck yeah that'd be fun were there wild horses over uh, in the playa? In the no. desert? No. no. Oh. There's not like a ton of life out there. Although I think it fills up. I think I think it's like a lake bed, so I think it actually fills up in the winter. Oh, interesting. I didn't so know. I'd be curious to find out what lives there. <laughs> so Caitlin, if a zoo had a half oh, man okay. <laughs> and half horse. Do you think that like a centaur? Be, do you think it'd be the centaur of attention? <laughs> I ruined your joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. You made it better. I'm you like better. centaur. <laughs> All right, you earned that one. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, um, maybe let's hear another song from Love Notes or from your upcoming album. Whatever okay. you want. I'll do. I'll do one from from the new one. This one's called Yes, and uh, 
I wrote this song last year. I was feeling, feeling kind of down because I was feeling like things weren't really, you know, going my way. I'm sure y'all in 2020 can relate. But uh, I remembered my my mother's advice in the in the back of my subconscious, which was to focus on the positive, and that's how this song came to be. I'm making it up, baby, and I'm learning as I go. This time around, I'm leaving open a few extra windows and doors. I'm interested to see who's knocking, who's coming in with the breeze. One part of being human is suffering.
comments or you can say it to yourself and you'll say yes 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 focusing on the good yes 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 being grateful for yet yet is yet to come some positivity right now absolutely are you getting in the holiday spirit (laughs) um yeah so i broke out some of my um christmas wrapping paper yeah um (laughs) was super stoked to not have to go into a store for black friday perfect um so kind of started doing my shopping what about you yeah i feel like i feel like i'm i'm definitely you know feeling more holiday spirited because i'm like i want to get a big christmas tree and and, (laughs) decorate the house now that i'm in my house all the time (laughs) right right i know you have to make it nice and cozy yeah yeah inviting What kind of, because there's so many different types of Christmas trees, because there's yeah. the fake trees, and then there's like the I'm blue. all about the real tree. All about Same. the real tree. I, candle, I love the smell. Right, like a yeah. candle that smells like a Christmas tree, that's great, but it's mm. not the same. It's not the same. And I actually grew up, like, for $10, there was a place near where we lived where you could go cut down Christmas trees. And for 10 bucks? Yeah, it was like a $10 permit and you can go in the woods and, and cut down a Christmas tree. And my parents are huge on Christmas and they have these these vaulted ceilings. And so I think the biggest tree we ever got was like a 16 foot tree. <laughs> Oh and we cut it down ourselves and hauled it onto the suburban and oh my goodness and then this the christmas tradition in my family is like we all get a new ornament for the tree every year mm-hmm. like everyone in the family so and i have a sister so it was like four new ornaments so there's just like boxes and boxes of christmas ornaments right, so yeah that's that filled this 16 foot tree it was amazing yeah <laughs> I feel like that should be your yeah. next like endeavor um, and little hobby because y- you seem yeah. crafty. You're making bolo ties. Yeah. You could be the the ornament <laughs> maestro of the family. <laughs> yeah, my mom. My, I get that from my mom. She does. She's a glass artist and oh nice um, jeweler jeweler. So yeah, I, I feel like I've been adopting some of that too. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So was this Christmas tree excursion, was it like BYOA, like bring your own axe, or did they give you Oh, axe? for sure, for sure. <laughs> it was like, yeah, like saw it down, like hike through the snow. Like. <laughs> your neighbor has like the better axe, like the, yeah. the newer, <laughs> the better chainsaw. version. No, yeah, we like hand like, sawed it for sure. Like just watching wow. my dad number of years, just like hand saw this tree down. I'm just like, okay, I oh guess that's what we're goodness. doing. <laughs> wow. So that's, I mean, and, and then, so you went from Virginia city and, um, the, the high desert in Nevada, Mm -hmm. um, over to Oregon because you went to U of O for school, right? Yeah. Um, so where did the, where'd the heart and the liver and the kidney go on uh, a road trip? (laughs) Tell me, tell me, tell me. I got my glass ready. (laughs) 
Oregon. Oh. <laughs> Do you make these up yourself? You're uh, super clever. I can't, I can't tell you. <laughs> it's secret. <laughs> Love it. Were you a big fan growing up of, because um, I know you were a fan of um, the Rolling Stones music. Were you a fan of the song Wild Horses? Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. I, I feel like that was like one of the first old songs that like made me cry. You know? I know. It's like, oh, it's so such a beautiful, tender song. <laughs> it definitely is. It's in like so many, I, I can't think of a single one right now, of course, but it's in a mm-hmm. lot of good movies too, like yeah. in a very intense moment. All right, Caitlin. So, um, you, you recorded Love Notes in Oregon, right? While you were I did, yeah. So in northeastern Oregon, there's a hundred-year-old theater called the OK Theater. And uh, my friend Bart Budwig uh, recorded the album for me, engineered and played trumpet on it. And we did the whole album live on the stage, and it was it was really fun. Wow. <laughs> and well, I also recorded this, this new um, album also in Oregon, but I did this one in, in Portland at a place called Dead Aunt Thelma's. Oh, cool. Yeah. I have a cousin in Oregon. So shout out to Kristen and shout out to Bart. Uh, I love Portland for because I'm pescatarian. So mm. I, I don't eat any meat that like walks on land, basically. Totally. And it's super cool. I can't remember the name of the place. There's somewhere in uh, Portland that I went when I visited my cousin. And they have like the mushroom gravy and biscuits. Like instead oh, of meat yeah. gravy, it yeah. was mushroom based and like everywhere you go there there's so many vegetarian and vegan options mm-hmm. and it's really cool that was yeah my favorite i love the food up there so caitlin what is like your favorite song to perform or favorite song that you wrote because mm. i want to hear it oh my favorite song that i that i like to play mm-hmm. i think it's lean on my love i like playing this one because it's uh I feel like it just it gets us in our hearts and it gets us in a in a place of of being available for others and that's a good place to be Love is the constant season that stays. Oh, love is the steady breath that remains. Calm as the colors and warm as the wind. Weighing down your mind 
music. So with the holidays coming up, obviously everyone, um, you know, we're all getting our Christmas and holiday shopping um, done, whether it be with all the deals going on or (laughs) what have you. But I feel like one really important thing that um, is a necessity to realize is the fact that we have amazing musicians such as Caitlin that are still providing us with like this glimmer of light that is live music, even mm-hmm. um, even though it's through a screen right now, this is an amazing option that we have going yeah. for us. Okay, so let's see. We are seven minutes out, um, which means we definitely can squeeze at least one song. Okay. Before we cool. conclude the evening. So if Love you want to kick us off with uh, our last encore song. Well, awesome. Have to get a different tuning here. And uh, we talked a little bit earlier about my grand adventure that I took last year <laughs> in the van. My van is a Honda Odyssey called Xena the Road Warrior Princess. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so her and I went on a grand adventure in the before times when you could go on grand adventures. <laughs> I'm glad you named your van because when I meet people that don't have a name for their vehicle, I'm concerned. I'm like, I don't know if I can be friends with you. <laughs> so anyway, this song is uh, is about that time in my life that I was living in Xena the Road Warrior Princess and and uh, I 
and uh, dealing with a whole bunch of grief and finding a moment in my grief to feel very thankful for all the feelings that came up. I've been looking out for something I don't yet understand, but I'll know when I feel a new lover, old friend, some ways familiar, and some in the unknown. I never had a plan for going, baby. I just had to go. Then today, driving. West from Austin, I got a long way on my own Being heartbroken and exhausted Somewhere too, I found a life And free, I wanna feel That feeling brings me to my that last song was the road trip in Xena the the road warrior princess was that song inspired throughout that adventure or was it like prior to the adventure that you wrote it it was uh after the adventure and I wrote it yeah around this time last year just kind of reflecting on the year and and what it felt like to to go on a solo road trip for months and (laughs) yeah so and what's the name of the song that song's called uh one little feeling one little feeling. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, and you said that is it Zena or Zenon? Zena X E N A. 
So you're, you know, hanging out with Zena <laughs> on the road. Yeah. Just like getting your uh, your feelings sorted and mm-hmm. getting your songwriting inspo all in a row. And um, it was, a, you said a Honda Odyssey van? Yeah. Oh, two with a oh, drop down DVD player. <laughs> Mine has that too. Oh my gosh. I knew yeah. it would be BFFs. I have an 04 Ford Explorer. Her name's Olaf. I know nice. Olaf is um, masculine <laughs> in the film, but she's more of a she. And so, okay, my friend has a Honda and she thought that like, her friend was going to take the wheels off of her Honda, but it turned out he was just doing it on his own accord. Oh, better grab my glass for that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pour enough for yourself? You know, you are quite the comedian. I, this glass was full when we started. (laughs) Sorry about it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, this has been so much fun, Caitlin. Thank you. Thank you. We're for sure. I mean, you're just over in Sebastopol, so we're going to have to, um, we'll, we'll see what happens, um, as we move into 2021, but it'd be really cool if, um, things get back to normal hopefully soon and then we can get you in person in the flesh in the flesh yes (laughs) and then we'll go do our ghost tour at some point after that (laughs) i would love that (laughs) yes all right well um with that being said i think it's time for us to log off for the evening and uh, we'll see you next time bye